0: episode 56. This is a podcast focusing on fitness, nutrition, health, overall healthy lifestyles, and of course your morning conference call. Today we have an amazing interview with Mitch Darnton. If you don't already follow him on Instagram, his Instagram handle is TQN underscore training. Thick, quick, nasty. He is a functional, and conditioning strength specialist. He's a crossfitter, power lifter, he's an athlete. He knows what he's talking about. He does his research. Um, He trains professional athletes in high school, going into high school, middle school, college athletes. So he really has the broad spectrum of knowledge that we are all craving. Um, So we're gonna be talking a lot about uh, his story, hydration, muscle recovery, different types of workouts for different goals, We'll be talking about fat loss, supplements, um, different habits to have. Um, and in the show notes, I'm going to be putting in some of the, uh, some of the specifics that we're going to be talking about so make sure you guys check him out before we get into it make sure that if you haven't already subscribed to the podcast you do so thanks again for all of your love and support if there's anybody specifically that you guys want to hear from please let me know and i'll reach out to them see if we can hook some up so without further ado we have mitch darnton thick quick nasty and we're gonna get into it Hello, everybody. This is the Hotter Than Health podcast, episode 56. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Um, Right now, I have got Mitch Darnton in front of me, and he is the thick, quick, nasty. If you don't follow him already on Instagram, it's at TQN underscore training. Make sure you follow so that you can kind of get a sense of who I'm talking to right now. It's very funny. Um, We're sitting in like my very boho chic home downtown, and he's got like a shred Zeppelin t-shirt and a giant gallon of water, anything that you could think of that he would look like, it's probably And a pumpkin spice latte. (laughs) And a pumpkin spice latte. I was actually going to ask what your order was, but thanks for sharing. So we're going to be talking about fitness, nutrition, recovery, optimizing yourself with your workout routine, kind of just everything that you could think of, and I'm going to let him introduce himself and give us some information about his background, specialties, all that good stuff. Mitch, what's up? What's up? <laughs> Tell us about you. <laughs> Tell us your story, elevator pitch of your life.
1: Oh, man. Originally from Michigan, went to Michigan State University. I spent three years as a ski bum in Aspen, Colorado before I moved here.
0: Ski? Yeah.
1: Huh. Um, but moved here six years ago. Feels like home. Um, got into training in college. I was always a chubby kid in high school. Aww. Um, But then... Started working out with the basketball team at Michigan State and just like saw some drastic changes, fell in love with it, and then moved here, got a job at Velocity Sports Performance, training athletes from middle school, elementary school all the way up to professional athletes. And then from there just kinda like fell in love with it. So, I love it. Yeah. Thank you. And that was the briefest <laughs> briefest battle I've ever gotten. Yeah.
0: Okay, so speaking about trying to be quick, um, thick, quick, nasty. Obviously people are, I mean, I got to talk about that because a lot of people think it's a sexual term. I mean, in more ways
1: than one, right? In more
0: ways than one. So tell us about thick, quick, nasty, why we love it, why we need it. So,
1: I mean, it came about, I think I posted just this workout video probably when I first moved down here. My brother just commented thick, quick, nasty. And I was like, that, like, we have to do something with that. Um And my workouts like just the way they are are a little bit different in terms of they're built for all those things Like one they're just straight-up nasty like they're brutal they'll crush you But our goal is to get bigger stronger, and then I don't want to work out to last for two and a half hours mm-hmm. I want to get in the gym out of the gym get everything done So thick, quick, nasty.
0: I love that because you hear so many power lifters and, and guys specifically in the fitness industry saying, yeah, take like one to three minutes between sets, um, yeah. move around. I'm like, that's for some people, but I think that for the broad, the vast majority of people, they're not trying to be in the gym for two hours. Nobody has that No, time. for
1: sure. So I usually like to fill up rest breaks like with, spend 30 seconds on a row or going all out.
0: And y'all, like that. he calls these workouts <laughs> getting mid-slapped. So if that says anything, I've taken a few of them and they're brutal. Can you give people an idea of what uh, Mitch work, a Mitch TQN works?
1: A Mitch slap, a Mitch slap Friday. <laughs> so spe- specifically on Fridays, like we always want to deadlift one, because I think it's a lot of movement that people avoid. So we always do deadlift, some type of hinge, some type of like squat movement, and then choose a piece of cardio equipment like a, a salt bike or a erg or, or a rower and go, I like to choose a number like 15 to 20 calories because if you say time, like for time, I think that's something that people can hide from. Like, oh, 30 seconds all out, like maybe I was only going 80%. Mm-hmm. But if I tell you, you get to 15 calories and the person next to you got to 15 calories in 30 seconds and you're on there for a minute and a half, like. It takes <laughs> you know <a> <laughs> yeah, Like you know you took some time off or you know like how hard you're pushing yourself whereas like 30 seconds or a minute all out I think people can hide from that. So like I give you a number you got to hit it and then if you're behind like you realize that. I love so, that. Yeah.
0: And people in your classes they they take the breaks when they need it but right. they're never they're never to like socialize. They're never right. to do anything it's really because they need that break. They're listening to their body. Yeah. And I think that a lot of the times they do that because they see you do that. They see you like, okay, hands over your head for a couple <laughs> seconds, take some breaths, and then get right back into it. Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of people think of group fitness as like more camaraderie. Social, and you're having a fo- Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. Which, Which it is, but.
1: I do yeah. love that aspect of it, and I think that's why like my Friday class, I do the workout with everybody because I've always been not so much as like a vocal rah-rah leader, but like. You see me doing the work, so you're going to follow because I lead by example. And I
0: feel like in this, uh, I guess millennials, I don't know the right word or demographic, but I feel like we have so many people that we follow on Instagram or on social media or wherever, YouTube, right. and those trainers, they don't even fucking do their own workouts. Right. Like, I see a million girls that are <laughs> jacked, rip, huge quads, just going crazy, and they're doing, like, burpees and air squats, and good and those things are right. great. Right, yeah, yeah, But you know that in order to get that body, they're not doing those workouts, right. so.
1: Right, it's the false advertisement of, like, who's your target audience, and people hear what they want to hear. Here or mm-hmm. see what they want to see so like they don't yeah. necessarily want to see the girls like lifting heavy weights and doing all that stuff so the bodyweight squats and the squat jumps are like what sells but not necessarily what got them there
0: so let's talk about that <laughs> um, because we have so many girls and I'm sure you have this all the time mm-hmm. I got it I get it all the time yeah. um, that girls just say and I'm saying this directly I don't want to get bulky right. so they are scared to pick up weight they're like no my quads bulk up so so fast I'm like Muscle is smaller yeah. than fat, so that comes into nutrition. It comes into recovery. It comes into hydration. Like your are you're timing between sets. Are you fucking around in the gym so that you're actually powerlifting? Like yeah, so exactly. Go. So tell us about like why women won't get bulky just from lifting heavy weights, and maybe some examples of what they could be doing.
1: I mean, just from a genetic and like physiological standpoint the amount of testosterone that women produce just it's almost literally not possible to get bulky like literally every day for probably the last 15 years of my life all I've been doing is trying to get as bulky and as big and as shredded as possible and like it's a process and I feel like I'm still small this like,
0: guy looks like a muscly thumb he's but... like made of knuckles he's <laughs>
1: He's but it's hard. like an every day. Like I train six, seven days a week and like it's a process and maybe you're building like one to two to three pounds of muscle total over an entire year. Um and it's about consistency and girls like I've had girls come to the gym and like push a sled down and back and they're like, My quads are already bigger. And I'm like,
0: That's blitz going. Literally to not yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that a lot of times women are scared. I feel like it's the easiest thing ever to get into the gym. Right. But it's hard to dial their nutrition in. So I think that a lot of people just like blame their workouts on their results. For sure. Which you would think is the opposite. Like you can go and run five miles a day and lose weight for sure, but you're not gonna be burning anything after that run. So what are some things that you see like Compound movements like a deadlift, a squat, mm-hmm. anything like that. Like, what are some things that you really think boost up the metabolism? Are good examples for people who are just now getting into weight training, or maybe women yeah. and men? What well, do you I think? think
1: like the biggest, I mean, the best exercises in my mind for building muscle are the same exercises for losing weight squats, lunges, bench press, overhead press, all compound movements. Um, and then, like, changing the rep schemes in terms of, like, do I want to get strong? Do I want to build muscle? Do I want to lose weight? And then the losing weight really happens with what your diet looks like.
0: What does your diet I mean, look like? If you're – okay, so we do have guys listening to the podcast. Yeah. So, fellas, listen up. <laughs> um, I know that when you're trying to bul- – bulk. When you're mm. trying to build muscle, whether – like, you're going to look more shredded. Yeah. but. You have to change your caloric intake. So, you have to increase the amount of calories that you're getting by yeah. like three to 500 per day. Mm-hmm. So, is that hard for you to meet that on a daily basis? I know your pumpkin spice latte has what, like 900
1: calories? <laughs> well, I only have two pumps of pumpkin instead of the six that they normally put in there. That
0: is crazy. Can we just take a second? So guys, they put six in like most drinks and he has a large right now. So I'm assuming that there would probably be more in there. They can put up to like 12 yeah, pumps that's of some shit in there. Yeah, uh, that's uh, ridiculous. You can always ask for half. I asked for half That's probably half like 50 of grams coffee. of sugar. Easy. At least,
1: <laughs> Pumpkin easy.
0: I'm clenching thinking about that. <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay. Um, nutrition. What is what does your diet look like? You don't have to go into like exact macros, but how is it that you sustain that?
1: I mean, mostly. I mean, a lot of people would call it boring because they're like, do you get sick of eating the same stuff every day? And I wouldn't say that it's easy. Like, it's food that I like. I probably eat a pound and a half to two pounds of, like, lean red meat a day. Christ. (laughs)
0: My target audience is shimmering.
1: (laughs) But, like, I don't eat a whole lot of chicken because I honestly think chicken is, like, the most tainted meat out there. I love you. (laughs) But, so I eat a good amount of red meat. I stay away from oatmeal. I did Whole30 one time and realized, like, oatmeal grains, different stuff like that, just, like... Makes me bloat, inflames my joints, stuff like that. So I try and stick with sweet potatoes or white rice. I know white rice gets a bad rap, kind of from the like general population, but it's way better for you than brown rice. Talk about um, that in my mind. So like brown rice being <clears throat> basically your body can't digest it, mm-hmm. like, and that's why. Is it because of that's the high why, fiber? Yeah, thing? that's why the high fiber, and it's just not. Um, I don't know.
0: It's okay. It's well, there's great. it's it's easier to digest the simple carbs and right, the white, exactly. so it goes. Especially for someone who's like lifting the way you are, you mm-hmm. need it to get into your muscles now. Immediately, you know. So maybe for the average person who doesn't have any like dietary restrictions, right. brown rice is fine. But if you're for your intentions, I think exactly. you're spot on. Like sometimes
1: on. I'll have literally a bag of brown, like white rice and honey after a workout. Honey. Yeah.
0: So, I usually tell people, like, maybe, like, a little sweet potato, maybe um, a green juice because it's straight mm-hmm. fructose straight into your bloodstream. That's, like, the honey. Yeah. So, that's... I like to hear, Yeah. I've never heard of that combo. Huh. It's not bad. It doesn't sound bad.
1: But, uh, and then trying to keep close to 75% of my carb intake around, like, a six-hour span, like, a window on each side of my workout. So, if, like, I'm working out at noon, I usually try and have, like... Carbs by around 10 or 11 and then work out my last an hour till 1 and then I try and finish off the rest of my carbs for the most part By like 3 o'clock.
0: Nice
1: So carbs. earn your carbs. Earn them. That's the big thing.
0: Do you eat pasta? I don't Is it tough on your joints again? The inflammation No, I just don't like really don't.
1: Yeah, huh. I, don't I have a question though I don't really like crave pasta or anything like that
0: What if you were in Italy? If you were, like, Oh, Oh, I, like I mean, if I was ass. in
1: Italy, I'd be crushing pasta and bread and okay. <laughs> wine and stuff. Okay. Do you drink alcohol? Uh, like, rarely.
0: Okay. What's rarely? I'm just curious.
1: I mean, maybe once a week.
0: Mm-hmm. What's your go-to?
1: Honestly, probably whatever, like, Sarah brings home. Hi, if Sarah. She's like, <laughs> we love you. Sarah Jones <laughs> Love you, Sarah. The <laughs> she's amazing. Um, lady. like, she'll bring home red wine or whatever, and, like, maybe once a week I'll have a glass. Gotcha. But,
0: that's just for, like, survival life. Yeah, you got to have exactly. it. Um, I was going to say, I know a lot of people who are trying to lose weight. It's just like, you don't need alcohol. Don't but, need alcohol. um, I have a question for you. Yeah. Are you one of those people that eats to live or are you a live to eat person? Because a lot of people are like, food is fuel. And my boyfriend's the same way. And I'm like, oh, can't we just talk about lots of different kinds of food for a long time?
1: <laughs> so I think I'm, <laughs> I think I'm both. I think I'm like mentally disciplined enough like to understand like basically everything I eat or do is kind of like revolved around what my workout is going to look like for the most part, but I absolutely like love food. All kinds of it. Okay. And like if I'm, if I know it's a vacation, like I just went home to Maryland and Michigan to visit Sarah's parents and my parents and it was like vacation Mitch was there and I just like, first thing I do is I walk into a house and I look in the pantry because I'm like, what am I dealing with here? you know like
0: like I can just picture you with like a lay on and a pina colada in Michigan (laughs) so what's your if you were okay I hate the word cheat meal but I say treat meal so because it's like you're not a bad person you're not Mm -hmm. bad for having x y and z meal but if you were to go off of your normal what would you be eating
1: and this is like is this like just a a meal or like a binge or like
0: Oh my God! You have different categories <laughs> of your treats. I mean, Go there, there was out. a time, detailed. There detail. was a
1: time where I was like super strict with my diet, and it was like, like literally, eggs in the morning or egg whites, probably chicken, broccoli, rice, two to three times a day, like throughout the week, and like it was, I was like just getting through to a Sunday, and my buddy Steve, who I lived with at the time, who's like certified registered dietitian like he he's awesome um but we would literally like eat the same basically almost deprive ourselves for an entire week and then sunday sunday yeah it was (laughs) but sunday we would go i'd literally get up at like 7 a.m i'd go to the track do sprints for like an hour and then we would go to glazed downtown and get i would get like a dozen donuts (laughs) Crush the beat about half of those and then we would go to mellow mushroom and each get a large pizza. Was your butthole on eat.
0: fire on these days? <laughs> Just goodbye. Eat a
1: large pizza and then eat the six donuts later and then like might go to the grocery store and get like a whole box of cinnamon toast crunch. So that was those are like two extremes. Of like depriving <laughs> myself during the week and then going absolutely okay. the other extreme on a Sunday.
0: This is a uh, full disclosure. If there are any like triggers that are happening here, if you guys have any issues, and I'm not trying to be funny, but if that if that's like triggering for anyone, then don't do that. That's just he has he said that he has self control and willpower out the wazoo. Yeah, I don't do that. That was like three years ago. <laughs> also, shout out to Glazed Donuts because yes. I get okay. They are members at our gym. In West Ashley, All and right. every like once a week, I think on a Friday morning, I'll get tagged in an Instagram photo of these giant jelly-filled donuts. Oh
1: man, they're blueberry cobbler donut. Oh my to god! Die for. <laughs> yeah.
0: And I'm like, you know, I'm playing. Like, do you have these in different? Do, do you have dairy-free ones? <laughs> I was like, like, there's anything that I can have? But they'll always tag me in these things, and I don't know if they're gonna send them to me. I don't know what's going on. Mm. Where is this place? Downtown.
1: Yeah, right on King Street.
0: Mm. I'm good. Yeah. Um Delicious. well, I probably won't be going, but my boyfriend is obsessed with donuts. Yeah. So but I'm a, a nice. I'm like a cream filled, jelly filled kind of person. Yeah. So, Gotta be
1: filled. Thank filled you. Donut. Yeah. Thank
0: you. I'm a Boston cream cup pie kind of girl. That's 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 it for nice. me. Um complete tangent. Anyways, so getting back to fitness and health.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <clears throat> I know a lot of people ask about supplements, a lot of people ask about anything that you could take. I know a lot of guys take like creatine or yeah. Even testosterone. I know a lot of females mm-hmm. are taking testosterone at this yeah. point to help regulate their natural hormones. Yeah. But um, are there any supplements that you take? Not that you're recommending any, but mm-hmm. like anything that you think has aided in your recovery specifically, and it doesn't have to be like a bright red powder. Yeah. It can be no. Like extra water. You know. I mean, I
1: definitely take like a daily vitamin. I take digestive enzymes. All the red meat. Um, all the, the red rejects. meat. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also take like I take a pre-workout. For the most part, kind of depends on what workout I'm doing. Uh, mm-hmm. If my heart rate is going to be super high during that pre that, that workout, I usually don't take something with caffeine in it because mm-hmm. then I won't be able to calm my heart rate down. Yeah. Um. But and then always protein if I have it. Um, what kind of protein? I used, do you use I, I mean I usually like to have. I say protein shakes because that's what everybody likes to hear. But if you're not getting enough protein from your diet anyways, that like. 50 grams of protein in some shake after a workout. is isn't going to do anything anyways. But I use, um, it's called Recaged, or I use Bionutritional Research Group Power Crunch Protein. I don't know if you've heard of that. I've
0: heard of Power Crunch.
1: Um, Yeah, so the Power Crunch bars, they also make a protein. Okay. Um, But those two proteins like have, are either the bio- the Bacteritrace research group PowerCrunch is basically broken down into the protein peptides already. Okay. So your body doesn't have to like actually take the time to it's process it. It's just
0: assimilating. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. And then the recaged protein is a whey protein isolate that has protease digestive enzymes like in there. Okay. So basically both are aiding the digestive process so you can absorb it quicker. Anything that has protein concentrate in the ingredients is absolute shit. So like, if you're listening and go check your protein and if it says protein concentrate, like get rid of it. Talk about that. Your body just, it's literally, so like here's all the whey protein isolate that we found, like all the protein concentrate, all this powder that's just left over, we just sift it out and we just scraped all the way over here into these tubs that don't, like your body cannot process it. So that's why people talk about like all the gas they have from protein or like bowel movements that they have from extra from their protein shake or whatever is because your body can't digest it Mm -hmm. and so the 30 grams of protein that you had after your workout your body maybe got eight
0: i was gonna say so people think that after they get a good workout and they're like yeah i drank this protein shake and it was like 45 grams of protein like that's great but it's actually not about how much you drink it's how much you absorb right so 100 and from a And I'm primarily plant-based, so I'm not going to be, like, eating whey protein. But I used to. Mm. But I will say, from just a fitness, like, post-workout recovery standpoint, whey protein does (coughs) offer a little bit more bioavailability, and it's a little easier. Than plant protein. Yeah, Yeah. and it's hard to find plant protein that is – that does have those different components in it. So they they don't break down as easily just because it's not as – it doesn't have the right components. I don't know the science behind it, yeah, but, no, exactly. um, so that's good to say. Yeah, I mean, I think that no matter what, having what you need afterwards, cause I feel like a lot of the times people are just tricked to thinking into like, I'll wait two or three hours after a workout to fuel. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's not gonna kill anyone. That's not terrible. But if your goals are to build muscle, right. then I, I mean, not that there's a strict, strict window, but 6 hours is too long.
1: Way too long. Like
0: you're going to be catabolic a little. Yeah. Depending on how hard your workout is. Mm-hmm. Like if I were to take a Mitch slap workout, I have um you're going to hate this. I have like oats with a little bit of hemp protein in it in yeah. my car ready for at least 30 45 minutes after my workout. Cuz right afterwards, you kind of feel nauseous. Right. And, like, yeah, you're I'm, not like
1: ready to eat. Right. <laughs>
0: uh-huh. <laughs> my body's like <laughs> 10 mid- minutes
1: after workout, you're still sweating Ugh, like, yeah.
0: It's awful. Um yeah, like say a couple of prayers, go home, listen to a podcast, and then I'll eat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I do the same thing. I yeah. always have
1: like a Tupperware of like blueberries, bananas, some sweet potatoes, or something like that for mm-hmm. like twenty minutes after my workout. Mm-hmm. Um.
0: So, as far as um, workout recovery goes, mm-hmm. if you're training five or six times a week, there are a lot of people that say that they overtrain themselves, or they think they're overtraining themselves, um, or they have their fat increases their muscle decreases and they're just like i'm killing myself in the gym six days a week but my body fat percentage is going up and i know for a fact that this is going to resonate with people because i hear it all the time yeah so what do you think about that kind of situation as far as workouts go do you think that people should scale back on their workouts Up their nutrition like what do you what do you think
1: I mean it's I think it's all one kind of on an individualistic like standpoint Mm well one I think overtraining is not really what people think it is I think it's actually very very hard to do there's like overreaching is a thing in terms of like say every workout this week like you hit every set to like failure or something like that (laughs) and the next week you're probably your body probably needs like a deload of some sort but you shouldn't like take everything off you should not do anything but I think like your body needs consistency and it craves it. So like if you're used to working out five days a week, still work out five days a week. But I also think I also think people are in a constant state of like, I'm trying to constantly lose weight and I'm constantly dieting and I'm also constantly working out hard. So you're constantly in a process of breakdown and not a process of like rebuilding. Mm-hmm. Um, and in order to lose weight, you constantly need to cut calories more and more and more and more. And so... For a woman, if you're already sitting at, like, a thousand calories and you're busting your ass in the gym every single day, like, to lose even more weight, you're going to need to, in two weeks, you're going to need to cut to 800 calories. Mm-hmm. And then, like, And 600. at that point, then, your
0: hormones are being fucked Right, with. exactly.
1: So much stuff, your body is, like, in a state of, like, fight or flight, like, shutdown. So at that point, you're actually, it's, like, your body's holding on to fat because it's, like, I literally don't have any energy for the rest of my day, so I'm going to try and save something. Mm-hmm. So I- it's almost to the center of, like work out more and also eat more to, like, get your body back into, like, mm-hmm. it's natural process?
0: Um There's this, not diet, but there's a book called E-W, or no, E-M-T-W-L, Eat More to Weigh Less, because, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's kind of, not a reverse diet, but it's just <laughs> talking about how you have to keep your body, like, a comfort level you yeah. have to give it some kind of cover level right. and someone was asking me about this the other day It was a guy at my gym and he was like dude my muscle is going down and I'm, I'm getting stronger in here and I feel it but like I don't know what's happening so in your body the reason why it's so hard to build muscle is because muscle is so valuable and it's so hard to hold on to in your mm-hmm. body so if you're in that flight or flight mode your body wants to hold on to fat because fat's really easy to hold on to. Right. Whereas muscle's really hard to, hold, hard to on. So, hold on to. So like think of it like this. I like analogies. And let me know if this like makes sense to you. I think mm-hmm. maybe I thought of it when I was high. But so the <laughs> <laughs> like I'm very likable. Um, so if you are running from lions, let's say there's a lion outside, you have to run away fight or flight mode, right? So okay. if you're holding on to two suitcases, That are really heavy and dense. Yeah. You're screwed. You have to... You're going to let those suitcases go. Uh Your suitcases are muscle. So if you're in fight or flight mode, you're going to hold on to the really light stuff, but you're going to get rid of the really dense, heavy stuff so you can run away fast. That's how I think of muscle and fat on your body. Yeah. Okay.
1: That makes sense. I like (laughs) that.
0: So, like, you have to feed your I don't I, I haven't thought of like a follow up to that, but you have to feed your muscles in order to keep them happy to keep them there. Right. But because otherwise they're gonna fly away. Yeah, like they're they're, they're they're gonna leave. Yeah. Um and muscle burns fat. So muscle burns calories throughout the day.
1: Right. And um, going on that like muscle building like women who don't want to get bulky to an extent like
0: lose fat. there is no
1: such thing <laughs> as like people always talk about like build lean muscle, long lean muscle. And like muscle is lean. Like no matter what, if you're building muscle, it's There's no muscle. such thing as fat There's No muscle. such thing as fat muscle, <laughs> exactly. And then long muscle is literally genetic, like where the muscle attaches the attachment point on your body. So some people have more round muscles, some people have longer muscles, like that's yeah. genetic. Like. So
0: you know how there will be those guys who are flexing their bicep mm-hmm. and they literally can't touch their shoulder, right. but then there are other guys and it's just like this beautiful swooping <laughs> bicep right. and yeah. they're, they're like limber and bendy and all these things. <laughs> and you're like, what the hell? So it's like some people have like tiny boulder muscles
1: mm-hmm.
0: that are super vascular and veiny. Exactly. And then what do you have? Flex your arm. Let's see. I I'm
1: kind of like round muscle bellies.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, your tricep is a grapefruit, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh
1: my
0: god, oh. <laughs> <laughs> we all... It's a pumpkin on his arm. But um, anyways, enough um, sexualization. Well, and all so like if here. you're
1: going back to like, like people busting their ass in the gym mm-hmm. and like still not like feeling stronger, but like gaining fat or losing muscle or whatnot. It's the other thing is like if you're constantly just doing, like high intensity interval training or cardio, your body is like not gaining a response to actually build muscle. So it's not going to hold on to that muscle. So like if you're, if you're going to train with heavier weights and do like heavy weight lifting, compound movements in rep ranges of like three to 12, you're going to create that response that your body needs to hold on to that muscle to at least move that weight in the future. And if you're just in spin classes, cardio classes, just jumping up and down, just running, just doing cardio, all that stuff, you haven't created that response for, response for like, your body's like, you need to also be strong. So we need all this muscle. Yeah. It's like, hey, we're just like getting tired for an hour to an hour and a half, five days a week. So that's mostly fat burning to an extent. So let's hold on to more fat because that's the energy we're gonna use. are Because you're, you're also not eating enough calories. So mm-hmm. like, let's hold on to the fat. So we have that to use during our workout. Because we don't need
0: we don't need all this heavy we don't muscle. need this muscle
1: because I'm not trying to squat or move heavy weight or do anything like yeah. that
0: it's so like, in order
1: to hold on to that muscle you need to at least constantly like one to two to three training sessions a week of like muscle building workouts to at least hold on to it
0: so with that I have two follow-up questions mm-hmm. what would be a good split for like an intermediate person. So someone who works out three to four days a week right now, but they're trying to like maybe increase some resistance training. Maybe they go to yoga, cardio and like lift a little bit of lightweights throughout the week. What would you think is like a good good workout split for them throughout the week? And then also I want to touch on something that you said um, that I forgot right now, but I will come back to. Okay. I
1: would say if you're lifting two to three times a week um, in terms of like your compound movements or your resistance training, I think all of those days should be like a full body day. Because we talk about like natural lifters, non-natural lifters and stuff like that. You're gonna get a better response by doing most people more frequency as opposed to like a chest day or an upper body day and just crushing those muscles and then hoping to recover for like an entire week. Cause if you're only creating that response once a week, again, your body is like, it's not really gonna adapt. Our body wants to adapt. We always talk about muscle confusion and like mm-hmm. that's not a thing. We actually want to create our, like, we want consistency. We want our body to adapt to a certain type of training. That way we can get better at it and your body can actually start building muscle. So I would say, like, every day if you're doing two to three, two to three lifts per week should be, like, an upper body push, an upper body pull, and, like, probably some type of lower body movement like a squat or a deadlift and then a single leg lower body movement like a Love. lunge um split squats
0: what about someone who has a knee injury
1: so do you think like trx kind of depends on what your knee injury is and what you're limited to let's
0: say you torn acl in the past because that's so common
1: okay can you squat like have you been cleared to do things do you do pt so if you're cleared to do things to a certain extent that means like your body is healthy enough to squat so like if you have some knee pain just like i still have knee pain like, a lot. And it's not necessarily something that you'll, like, always overcome, but you need to do you need to do loaded mobility. You need to do proper squats. You need to do proper lunges.
0: Because it's not like you're not going to do that in real life. Right,
1: exactly. People always talk about, like, functional training and all that stuff. And, like, picking things up off the ground, walking, lunging, climbing stairs, putting things over your head, picking up things from overhead, climbing a ladder. Like, all those things are upper body pushing and pulling and lower body squatting, hinging, lunging. The hip so, hinge.
0: I want everyone to right now stop what the fuck they're doing. Pull your car over. Get on YouTube and look up hip hinge. Yes, and please. Like I, I can't tell you how many people just look like wet noodles when they're doing a deadlift, and I, I, I get so scared for them. I always want to help, but it is so
1: terrible. Oh, they look like dogs, like taking a crap. <laughs> all hunched over Yeah, it's or they're so like bad. doing
0: an isolated squat and they're yeah. just standing there and then they they're quasimodo by the yeah. end of it it's awful not awful but it, i want them to look at themselves in the mirror so that they can fix themselves yeah. um but so you said like for a full body day so mm-hmm. maybe something just some examples would be like a bench press with yep. some dumbbells even um you could do a lat pull down so one of those machines where you like hold on to the Hold on to the bars, bring it down, mm-hmm. squat, hack squat, that kind of thing. And, yeah. and y'all, even if you don't have a gym membership, you can do a lot of these things at home. You could do push-ups. That's a push. Yeah. You could do, I mean. And honestly,
1: if you can't do 10 real good push-ups, you probably shouldn't be doing bench press.
0: Agreed. Honestly. Go to your knees. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be scared to go for your knees. But if you do think, and here's, it's just a tip because I used to be a total poos with push-ups. <laughs> I would like go all the way, just shoulders to ears, just like. Yeah, I didn't elbows know what to way do. out. Oh, awful. Like framing my face. It was just the worst. Um if you're going to start with push-ups, start on your knees and yeah. then slowly lower yourself down and then power up really fast. So make your come down on the push-up really really slow yeah. so that your body can be used to that loaded movement.
1: Overload the eccentric. <laughs> you exactly. can, can always lower more weight than we can lift. And that's going to
0: Yeah. It's make true. You stronger. Yeah. That's why I can barely bench press, but it's like I cannot bench press. It's bad. It's bad. Like I can squat a ton mm-hmm. for a lot of reps, but like not bench press. And when I say squat a ton, I mean like 135. So anyways, um I wanted to get back to something that you said, and I know you've posted about this on your Instagram. And again, y'all, he posts these Mitch posts all these different types of like tips on supplements and random workout advice, <laughs> and he'll sometimes just go on these tangents. I do, and, definitely. Um and he's Remember at TQN underscore training on Instagram, and you had this one, and we kind of touched on it with HIT training, H I I T. Yeah. And I loved it so much because <laughs> some people will walk into the gym and be like, yeah, I do HIT. I'm like, okay, great. Well, we're doing weights today with HIT incorporated. Yeah. Um. So, why do you think? What do you think when someone says I do HIT about four times a week?
1: If someone tells me they do HIT about four times a week, That's I so. think that that means. That they go to some class, which is mindless exercise, for forty minutes to an hour of some sort. Because I also know, like, and I've talked about this before in terms of exercise looks difficult on paper and it's like very easy to do. Whereas like a workout, say of like heavy squats, heavy deadlifts, lunges, three sets of ten of those, like looks really easy on paper. It was like it was three movements. But if you actually get dialed in in the weight room and get your mind right, like that will absolutely obliterate you. Mm -hmm. Really difficult to execute easy on paper. Whereas exercise looks difficult on paper. 30 seconds of lunge jumps, 30 seconds of squat jumps, 30 seconds of push-ups, 30 seconds of these crazy sit-ups, bicycle crunches, all this stuff is like, holy shit, like if you actually went all out, that would be hard. But you know most people in those workouts like –
0: I kind of, of no, really hard, yeah.
1: or it's like if you go all out thirty seconds on split squat jumps, and then you're immediately into squat jumps all out for thirty seconds, like you're toast after the so first much thirty lactic seconds. Acid
0: build up that yeah, no- you're toast
1: after the first thirty seconds that you need to rest to actually complete good reps of the next one. So I think a lot of it's just like moving just to move and just to sweat, and again, it goes back to like you're not creating that response for your body to like build muscle, keep muscle, hold on to muscle, all those things.
0: So what do you think about just for example, a high-low workout. So mm-hmm. let's say one of the movements we're doing a lower body day, we'll do like a kettlebell sumo squat or just a regular squat with a kettlebell. Yeah. Um. Let's say it's like a 60-pound kettlebell, so you're doing like 10 reps there. So that's good. Hell yeah. And then you go into like 150-meter sprint row and then, you know, something else. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great pairing. Yeah. So that you're using that break time as your cardio to like switch to a different... Um, like like storage zone exactly. kind of thing. So you think that that's good. So I think that's hip. good. And
1: I think, I think, pair, cause like, if you're just doing split squat jumps, squat jumps, and then this, those are like four high intensity movements back to back. Whereas like do heavy squats and then do say longer paced conditioning. So like row, I don't know, 200 meters or something that's going to last 30 seconds to a minute. Mm-hmm. It's going to work two different like energy systems, but you're still getting that strength work on the side. And again, if like, if you're not sprinting on the rower, it's going to take you a little bit longer, but your heart rate is up, you're through the roof, and then you're taking 10 to 15 seconds, 20 seconds to get back to that like heavy lift. Mm -hmm. And again, strength is, is a different thing. Like being strong when you're tired versus being strong when you're rested. Like Mm -hmm. I would rather be still pretty strong, like when I'm somewhat tired or out of breath and still be able to like consistency, consistently like complete those reps Mm -hmm. as opposed to like your weights drop off.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: true. And I think HIT training, like the word high-intensity interval training is literally like train high-intensity all out for a certain amount of time, and then you need time to recover so you can do repeated efforts. Oh. So I think a lot of people do interval training, but I don't think a lot of it is actually high-intensity interval training.
0: Or high-intensity interval training. So, like, the interval is one second long. Right, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's just switching.
1: Like, I would say high-intensity interval training would be, like, 30 seconds on an assault bike, rest almost a minute. Misery. Yeah, and do, like, 10 rounds of that. That I'll throw up on the assault bike. Yeah, that would be absolutely awful. As opposed to do... I don't know, I just feel like a lot of people come up with these high-intensity interval workouts or Mm -hmm. training workouts that they call them, and it's, like... You do 15 reps of this, 15 reps of this, 15 reps of this, 15 reps of this, rest one minute. Yeah. And I think that's interval training, but I don't think it's necessarily high intensity in terms of what the movements you're doing.
0: So I think that if you were in a hotel room, then obviously try and go downstairs to like your hotel gym, grab one weight. Like yesterday I was at the park, I didn't have anything with me except Mm -hmm. for two eight pound weights. So I just like... Loaded squat, just little front squat, yes. and I just went down so slow. You can change up your... Right, change like, the tempo is great. Yeah, just being able to knock out 20 heavy squats isn't fit, necessarily. Like, you want to be able to change those things up, or if you're getting bored of your routine, change up your rep count. Change up your timing. Like, right. squat for three seconds, like and then like you said, go grab
1: one. a set of dumbbells and, like, go outside and work out. Or, like, yeah. just do something that changes it a change little Change it bit. up.
0: Yeah. Um well, anyways, I like addressing "hit" because so many people just say "hit" right. because they're like, oh, sweat, quick. I'm sweating, yeah. Yeah, which is great, but go do sprints if that's the case. Right. Um, <laughs> you can do sprints on a bike, treadmill, like anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so what about, I want to kind of get back to you personally. Yeah. Because um, it's rare that we get like a dude in person to interview. That never happens. <laughs> Usually it's over Skype. So... I appreciate you being here. I didn't yeah. even say thank you. Sorry about that. Um, I'm very rude. But the <laughs> question I wanted to ask was about your day-to-day and your morning routine. We talk a lot about morning routines. We talk yeah. a lot about conference calls. You've listened to the podcast before. Mm-hmm. Um, we talk a lot about pooping, like whatever. I'm so interested <laughs> like, to hear All about...
1: conversations Like just get get to that, don't they? they I mean, <laughs> every, literally everything leads
0: to shit. Everything yeah. just goes to shit. But... Um, what about your morning routine? Because you're such a like f- for how high intensity your days are, mm-hmm. you're just such a chill dude. Thanks. And I'm sure people have told you that before. Yeah. Um it's like an immediate calming presence when he walks in. It's like <laughs> Santa Claus, but Santa Claus like just smoked a little weed. He's like super sweet. Um, not saying that you smoke weed, sorry. <laughs> but what is your day-to-day morning routine? if you have one, what does
1: that look like? I'm not a morning person for one. So if I didn't have to wake up early, like I would not. But actually now that I do wake up early, I like can't sleep past seven o'clock, which I hate. (laughs) Um, But so wake up, usually make some like weird apple cider vinegar emergency drink concoction. It's like the first thing I usually do to get out of the way. (laughs) Um,
0: Wait, get specific. What's in it? Just So
1: it's usually water, apple cider vinegar, like maybe, I don't know, a quarter cup of apple cider vinegar. A quarter yeah, cup? Yeah, pretty gross. And <laughs> then a packet of emergency. If I have like powdered greens or whatever, I'll throw them in there as well. Again, this isn't really for the taste. Like I don't eat tons of vegetables, so like I need to get my greens in. Also, like the fermentation of the apple cider vinegar and all that stuff is good for... Like your gut health. Basically like. just
0: trying to boil up his insides yeah, in the morning. Yeah, so then I immediately bathroom. go to
1: the bathroom <laughs> within about five <laughs> okay. minutes. Okay. Um, Don't
0: try this at home, guys. Or do. Come
1: out of there and then it's. I usually work out in the mornings. So, depending on how early that is, I, I try and get a meal in like an hour before I lift. Uh-huh. Um, and that usually consists of like two to three eggs, some type of carbs, sweet potatoes, um, and then some fruit. Bananas, blueberries, mm-hmm. what have you.
0: Slow digesting carbs and fast digesting carbs.
1: Mm-hmm. Cool. Just, kinda, just carbs. Yep, just carbs. Like you, Or like I'll throw some honey in there too, like if I know I need it immediately, but like I also need carbs throughout the day as well. So usually go work out after that, hour to an hour and a half, then another meal, and then it depends. So like I work at Lululemon downtown King Street on Charleston. Um, I'm the head of the men's department there, so I'm usually there.
0: Are you working today? I got no, a gift card. Today
1: off. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> but I usually work there in the morning, so a lot of times my lifts happen pretty early. I usually work there until like 3, and then the afternoon, again, meals throughout the day. The afternoon, I'm training clients from uh, probably like 3 to like 7.30 or 8 o'clock at night. High school, middle school, college athletes, and then I go home.
0: What are your favorite people to train? Or favorite types of athletes to train. I feel like they're different.
1: They are very different. And I would say like if you're wanting, honestly, it's if you're wanting to be there and if you're wanting to work hard, because I've always been a person that's like, I want to work so hard and I enjoy working hard. Like if you want to be there and do that, that's why my like, honestly, the Friday adult class is like my favorite because
0: so
1: fun. I get in there and crush myself and everybody else does the same.
0: Shout out to And made. it's like,
1: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> It's so fun. So any athlete that is going to do that, I'm not a huge fan of training someone who is already a spectacular athlete because I'm like, you win, like you're great. <laughs> you know, it's like all the little things that I'm going to be able to do are going to make you a little bit better, but say, take a, cause I also, out, like I said, I was always the chubby kid. So like take the, the middle school to high school kid who is like on the verge, wants to work really hard on the verge of either like making a team or getting a starting job or like, Taking a kid who could be a Division three athlete and getting him, like, a walk-on spot at a Division one school or a wow. scholarship at a Division one school. Like, kids like that that want to consistently put in the work or adults that want to consistently put in the work and work hard are my favorite type of clients, for sure. I love that. Yeah.
0: It's true. It, there's nothing worse than people that just and, – and here's the thing. I've gone to workouts and just showed up. Like, yeah. I just had to get here right So but it's nice to have someone who's really appreciative of your time and your skill and what you have to offer mm-hmm. and they listen. yeah um, And so with that, I know you're like slam packed with different kinds of training, different kinds of clients. Mm-hmm. Um, but like for your I know you're resting and you're hydrating and that kind of thing talk about hydration for a minute because I'm personally, I think it's like the most important thing that and sleep, yeah. Do you get a lot of sleep? Do you drink a lot of water? Do you...
1: I should get more sleep. Okay. Um, but I mean, I'm up at like 5.30 in the morning and usually don't get home till like 8.30 at night. Mm-hmm. And then like got to do my adult stuff, like mm-hmm. make food, do my laundry, all that stuff. So I would like to get more sleep. I probably get like somewhere between six and eight hours. Okay. Um, eight hours on a good night, six hours on not so good night. I do think, though, that's, like, the number one recovery, number one supplement you should be taking is probably more sleep, Mm -hmm. Um, and, like, I don't always practice what I preach, not necessarily because I don't want to sleep, or I'm up on Instagram, like, all night or whatever, just because I can't, don't have the time, Mm -hmm. but the other thing is, like, if you're waking up at, like, 5 a.m. after four hours of sleep to get your workout in, I forget who said it, it's, like, you're stepping over $100 to pick up five nickels.
0: I... <laughs> Love that. Say it again. Say it again.
1: So if you're like, if you got four hours of sleep last night, or you went to bed at midnight, and you're getting up at 4:30 in the morning to go to a 5 a.m. workout because you're like, I gotta get my sweat in, it's like stepping over a hundred dollars to pick up five nickels.
0: I'm quoting you forever. It's amazing. Isn't
1: that crazy? And it's true though. So like, you might as well just sleep the eight hours. Your body will actually recover better, and then your hormones will be more balanced. You will probably actually like. Burn more calories during the day than that like half-assed sweat you did at 5 a.m. Yeah. And you got no sleep. So the rest of your day, like you're trying to pound caffeine to keep yourself awake and you're just like your body's miserable.
0: And then if you're not sleeping well enough, your hunger hormones are on all day. So you're craving bullshit. And
1: especially if you repeat that over and over and over again. Yeah.
0: People get depressed um like brain foggy they get worse at, for women they get worse period cramps they are holding on to more fat they bloat more headaches yeah. like every little thing usually comes back to sleep
1: sleep and water
0: sleep and water so even <laughs> when really you're is. sleeping your body you're breathing out all these vapors you're like you, especially if you're sleeping with a bunch of blankets like you could be sweating throughout the yeah night. so that's eight hours of not having one sip of water which some people actually do all throughout the day i need those people <laughs> to listen up and drink some water but do you drink, like, two gallons of water a day? I try closer? at least a
1: gallon, probably a gallon and a half. But it's like, if I don't fill... So I have a gallon jug right here, guys. Mm-hmm. Just to let you know. If I don't fill this up and take it with me and don't, like, see it around, again, I'll probably be that person that goes, like, five hours of being like, oh, my gosh, I haven't drank any water mm-hmm. in the last five hours.
0: And there are some people that... Like my roommate, Hannah, she always has a water bottle on her mm-hmm. and she's like, oh, I just don't get it. I'm not like hydrated enough. I'm like, how much have you had today? And so right. some people don't think about drinking, even if it's around. So I'm always right. people, like, set an alarm, yeah. you know, set an alarm on your phone right. to be at X amount of water throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and I'm just looking at my notes to see what else we can get into. Cause I don't want to take too much more of your time. Yeah. Um, but if you had to give someone one like habit to have in their life as far as fitness specifically goes, mm-hmm. what is your top tip for building habits? Because you said mm. multiple times that consistency is key. Yeah. <clears throat> so for someone who hasn't been consistent in the gym, what's your best tip?
1: Well, I, mean, I think to get consistency you have to start to build it. So a routine, like you always notice if you go on vacation, like you like vacation is fun, but like you get so out of a routine. Um, so building a routine, trying and get up at the same time, trying to go to bed at the same time. I know that's really hard for a lot of people to do, but it works. Um, if you can get into that. And I think the other thing, should I just had something? What was I going to say? Um, your food for sure. Like plan that out. I meal prep probably like two times a week to be able to do that just cause it's simple. So I'm not like going to the store or like going to Whole Foods and spending $37 on a salad. Um, But understanding also that you're going to have probably as many like bad days or days that you like don't want to go to the gym as days that you do want to go to the gym. I always say like determination is better than motivation. Anybody can see like a motivational post or like get super motivated and be like, I'm going to go crush a workout today. And you go crush it and then you can have days where like you're not motivated and so you just don't go to the gym. Mm -hmm. And it's like you have to be determined to like just get. Like some days, like you said, you've shown, you've just shown up to a workout, but it's like, you went there, you got through it, you did it. And it's like, you feel better at the end of it because of it. Mm -hmm. Even if it's just 30 minutes. Right. Exactly. So that discipline to understand that just being determined to go do a workout or to be determined to like, I'm going to eat healthy today, even though like I don't want to, or I'm not motivated to eat healthy or I'm not motivated to drink my water or go to sleep earlier or whatever it is, is like, that's just like your discipline kind of sucks if you have to always be motivated all the time to do something. Honestly. if you have to, And it's like you gotta different. just like look at yourself and be like I'm only doing stuff when I'm I'm only working out once a week on Monday because I'm like all that shit that I did this weekend I gotta go work out. So you're motivated to work out on Monday and then like you just fall off.
0: Yeah. And I think a lot of people like you just said they're like oh the weekend I gotta sweat out these, these boots drinks or food right. it's like now it's a punishment yeah you know? exactly the so, exercise is
1: looked at as a punishment yeah. or you're motivated for like the wrong reasons mm-hmm. to an extent or
0: you're motivated and then you reach that goal and then you're and most then likely I'm, not going to set another one you're going to be like the, yeah. I'm, it's still not good enough you know right so i love that just stay consistent like mm-hmm. make it a priority and go ahead and get ahead of that mindset that it's gonna be perfect every time. Right, yeah.
1: Like I've had had tons of bad days in the gym. And And looking at
0: your feed, it's like obviously a highlight reel, but like you're there every day. Yeah. You're there every day and just to get it done and you might, moods change every day, you know?
1: And that for sure, even being at the gym, like my job is training people. Like it gets exhausting, like being at the gym, I actually have to go work out at another gym sometimes to get out of that gym that I work at for sure. But, like, it's, like, I get there and I'm, like, I don't necessarily want to be here. And then I, like, make myself start my warm-up and do all that. And then my heart's up. I'm sweating. Like, my endorphins are going And then I'm, like, all right, let's do this. 90% so t-
0: of the time, people get a different mindset after five minutes of being there.
1: Right. Exactly. Like, get there, hop on a rower, hop on a, like, assault bike or something and go for a minute with, like, 80% effort. And then it's, like, you're in it. Mm-hmm. So you got to be there now. You know?
0: I love it. Um, One question that I've been asking a lot of people at the end of the podcast interview. Mm -hmm. So, what was the last thing you ate, and what was your last... What's your most recent Google search?
1: (laughs) (laughs) The last thing I ate was probably breakfast, or I'm like snacking on this maple sea salt RX bar. Um, Yum. And a pumpkin spice latte. But the last thing I ate before (laughs) that was before my workout this morning, so I had... (laughs) <laughs> I had a, two rice cakes okay. with almond butter and blueberries and honey on them.
0: Get that and fiber. And three
1: over easy eggs.
0: There we are. Yes. Love it. Yeah. Well, let's get my to the My last stuff. Google
1: search. Feel I free honestly, to look at your phone if you need to. Yeah, for real.
0: <laughs> my sister and I used to do this, and because we used oh, to look back, it Oh, I know what it was. it was. Awful. Oh, I can't wait Oh, to I honestly
1: it. know what it was. So, like, I honestly don't really go on the internet on my phone very
0: often. Okay. Sure. But
1: it was I was showing this guy that I trained the other day this video of the Ultimate Warrior. You guys have to look this up. Ultimate Warrior used to be a wrestler, okay WWE, and he has this show or had this show. I don't know if it was on HBO or what it was.
0: I'm looking it up
1: right now. Um, Ultimate yeah. Warrior, and he's he's basically hosting like a workout boot camp. Yeah, that's him. Jeez. But so after his wrestling career, he's hosting this like workout. Randy Savage. No. No, sorry. Ben. I look like him though. You do uh, <laughs> look like Randy Savage? <laughs> I actually won a Halloween costume contest at the beer garden for being Macho Man Randy Savage like three years ago. <laughs> oh
0: my God, golden. But that's
1: beside the point. So the Ultimate Warrior hosts this like show where he's doing a boot camp with this like teenage punk rock band. Love it. I have it. to pull the video. I love it. I just, I searched the Ultimate, I'm gonna, I'm gonna the ultimate Warrior Squad. This is the that was my last Google search.
0: I think you've
1: And I think I posted it on my it story was, a while it back. Was,
0: it was like you go down, you sit your ass down, <laughs> you, you squat stand down the like up. you're
1: shitting over a hole. Like he, he's <laughs> hilarious. And Wait, he's yelling the He's yelling at these like skinny punk rock sixteen year old kids. And
0: <laughs> they were like in um Not rehab. They were in a like correctional facility or something. Yeah,
1: something. I don't know what they were doing. It was really funny. And I was like, I was showing it to a client of mine because I was like, every middle schooler in Mount Pleasant needs a dose of this guy (laughs) (laughs) to just like change their mindset on things.
0: It's so (laughs) true. We gotta get some diversity in Mount Pleasant. Gotta get something. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Someone's. Yeah. That's. But yeah, look up. Look
1: up that. If you guys just search the ultimate warrior squat. On Google, the first video that pops up is what it is. I'm going to post it in the show notes It's too. absolutely hilarious.
0: Um, and then what is one resource, podcast, book, TV show that you could recommend to the listeners?
1: Uh, one of my favorite podcasts I listen to is... It's through the Shrugged Collective. I don't know if you guys listen to it. Ryan Fisher does it every... Tuesdays at Ryan Fish is his Instagram. One of my idols, mentors. Um, follow his stuff, but then I think I would say the where I've learned a ton of stuff just on my own is the website's called TestosteroneNation.com. They have tons of articles for women, for real, and like it's legitimate stuff. And I love that they have. They probably have like fifty different guys who contribute to it and like i also follow all of their instagrams but like their articles in terms of like those guys they're absolute geniuses and it's free all their articles are free like muscle building fat loss good things about crossfit good things about high intensity interval training like everything that you could want to know is literally on that website like what is the best bicep exercises like chicks what is the best booty building exercises that website literally has everything and like I don't want to say I live and die by that website, but like I'm on it all the time. Um,
0: it works for yeah. you, then it's going to work for someone else. Yeah. That's amazing. And
1: again, it's like there's a wealth of knowledge out there for free and people just got to take advantage of it. That's another advice for like new trainers is like go actually like read stuff instead of just like look up a cool like YouTube workout video or exercise. Like go read and understand why you're making a client do, do mm-hmm.
0: something. It's not knowledge is power, it's execution of knowledge is power. Yeah, so, I like teach that. people.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: I think like you learn better when you teach people. For sure. That's awesome. Well, you are the best. Thank you so much for thanks being here. Thanks for having here. me. This was cool. Everyone, this is Mitch fun. Darnton, and he is at TQN underscore training, thick, quick, nasty. So, thanks for listening, everyone. And again, nutrition consultations book on my website if you need it um be on the lookout make sure you follow Mitch because he's going to be putting out some awesome content before 2020 saying it out loud here for thousands of people to hear so he is coming out with an ebook and he is a trainer and he has so much so much knowledge yes. so make knowledge, sure you follow. Bombs. knowledge bombs all right thanks everyone we will talk to you next week